You're listening to the Wet Spot Podcast, where an Exmo has turned sexmo. Impurity culture at its finest. Hello, hello. Yes, you're hearing the whispers of a child in the room. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We have a few extra people here in the room. Um, You are listening to the Wet Spot Podcast, and this is going to be an interesting episode because, well, I and a few other people, a couple of other people in here, we just attended our first burlesque show in Utah. Woo! (laughs) Bye! Burlesque. So we're going to talk about that um, because who knew that there was such a fine establishment in Utah. Um, I mean, I don't even know how to begin to explain what we experienced, um, but you pull into this parking lot, it's called The Prohibition. You go in and it's it's a lobby just full of antiques from the it's floor to the store. ceiling. Yeah, you can actually like people were buying buy stuff. stuff. Yeah, it's really yeah. an antique store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of saying like those light those lamps with like yeah. the shades and the beads that come down. Well, you go oh, in and you don't so see an entrance. <laughs> you just see a bookshelf, mm-hmm. and then there's a person standing there and. If you're not familiar with the prohibition, just know that it is recommended that you make a reservation. Um, they do shows at 7.30, 9.30, and 11.30. 11.15. And it's $7 entry. So, but you go in, there's a bookshelf, you pay your money, the bookshelf opens, and you go into, it's like this little room, and then you go into the bookshelf, and it's this massive 1920s themed speakeasy speakeasy mm-hmm. mad men just gorgeous women walking around gorgeous <laughs> men they thems i mean just it's just so amazing um and i know not one single thing about fancy drinks so <laughs> you look at the menu and it's a little intimidating because i wanted to just say hey can i get a vodka cranberry <laughs> or, do you do you have a yeah i mean for the most part i think the drinks we were all asking for they had um except for an adios motherfucker um, yeah they don't do those <laughs> there was a girl uh she was asking for that and they're like well, we have something similar but i got a lemon drop martini which was Ooh, super good. delicious mm-hmm. Yes, and we were all there because our good friend Cherry, well, she was supposed to be sitting down with us and just doing the show. <laughs> I was supposed to be hanging out yeah. and but socializing that day. We got lucky because she texted me and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually going to be in the show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is even better because <laughs> I want to see you dance because I knew this interview was going to be happening. Um, if you don't know who she is, just visually if you do follow me on my Instagram or my TikTok, I've recently made some posts with her. She is a tall, beautiful redhead. Um, <laughs> I, I've dropped the show Mad Men a couple times here so far, and really, she does look like the redhead from Mad Men. Like oh smaller gosh. boobs. I mean, she really does. <laughs> yeah. So that this is Cherry, gorgeous girl. Um, she works at the Prohibition as a burlesque dancer, and I, well, let's go ahead and pass it to you, and okay, do you want to um, give us, like, a, <clears throat> I guess, well, let me ask you a couple questions, because we want to know more sure, about you before we dive into the dancing. Mm-hmm. So this is, I mean, I do have active Mormons on this podcast that listen, but I'm ex-Mormon, everyone else in the room is ex-Mormon. Yeah. You, are you Mormon? I am not Mormon. 
And I've never been Mormon. You're never Mo. I never Mo. See, never it sounds like a Harry Potter thing. You're a squib. I never Mo. In uh, the land of Utah, you are a never Mo. And you are you from Utah? So I was actually born in Alabama. Okay. Story. Moved here when I was eight, and I've been here ever since. So I was so I grew up in Utah. Okay. Basically, all of like the memories I have are like all of Utah. So you moved here at eight years old, which is mm-hmm. in you in Mormonville. That's when children get baptized into Mormonism. You were baptized into Mormonism by moving into Utah. Right. Without being <laughs> baptized into Mormonism. I think my parents baptized me into something, but like never. Well, let me ask you a question. Were you wearing a white jumpsuit? <laughs> no. Okay, then you're good. <laughs> there not Crisis averted. <laughs> no, I think I was like a baby and they flicked some water okay. on my face. Okay, that's better. And I think my like great aunt or something like made me a little embroidery thing that Aww. says Jesus loves you, but I have no idea where it went. And so that's the end yeah. of that story. <laughs> okay. Um, would you consider yourself religious at all or... Um, I consider myself non-religious, but still spiritual, because there are things you can't deny, but I don't follow any, like, book that tells me I like that to go yeah. about expressing that. Like, now I just figure it out myself. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you moved to Utah at eight. Any mm-hmm. attempts at conversion? <laughs> um... I think I was so naive. If there were any, I didn't notice. Well, because I had asked you that, and you looked at me, and you were like, no. And I, I didn't really believe you. I'm like, there's no way this girl wasn't ever invited to a friend's house to sleep over on a Saturday night with the... Oh, 100%. And I went to church. On yeah, Sundays. I went, yeah, some of my best friends conversion. were Mormons. And if we wanted to hang out, which, of course, I always wanted to... I would have to go over to their house because they could never come over to my because house. Because you were a, a never yeah. Because I was a never mom. Um, and we would just hang out and then be like, okay, we're getting up for church. And I'd be like, mm, yeah, I hate church because I just want to sleep in and, you know, <laughs> go play with my dolls. Um, and then I would just sit there bored. Probably. It was so bored. Like, I don't it? even, like, remember anything they said. Oh, I did go to Young Women's a couple times. And I'm sorry. We did, I did see, I did see a modesty fashion show and it was secretly in the back of my head like, I could never do this. I don't even know Did you participate in it? (laughs) Um, I don't think I did. What? You didn't walk up and down the aisles for all the priesthood leaders and show off your covered shoulders and I don't think I had covered like a, the covered knee like a Mary No, I don't think Ashley I ever like also. had covered oh, shoulders. I think I went into like young women's in like short shorts while they're talking about modesty and I'm like what? I'm just <laughs> I love I it. I don't get it. <laughs> Am I the drama? Cuz like I came from I came from the south where like you're lucky if I put, you know, jean shorts over my bathing suit cuz it's so hot like yeah. I don't wear clothes. Yeah. And then you're like, well, and you're also and a and I'm like, child. Like, right? why are we talking about modesty with a child, with a, a young girl, anyway? I just remember they gave Weirdos. out, like, ice cream and pizza sometimes. And, like, those are the things I remember. I'm like, mmm, food. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I'm remembering. That's how they get you. That's the good takeaway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you would also mention to me that your family's from the UK. Yes. And you do go back there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been back there since um, 2020. Have I? Goodness. No, I haven't yet. 
during a pandemic. I am going back in June to see family um, and visit London while I'm there because why not? Um, but yeah, I've been going back and forth every other year since I was born to mm-hmm. see family. Okay. Um, cool. So like my grandparents all live there. My aunts and uncles all live there. Any extended family all lives there. But like my family is small. Like the fact that people have like seven brothers and sisters baffles me. How many me. brothers and sisters do, do wait, you have? Oh, I already know this Do you want to know how many cousins I have? Um, a lot, I guess. All together on both sides of my families, I have is that a lot or a little? That's a little. That's I have like five so cousins. <laughs> so my mom was adopted. Like total. Like people have like five like brothers and sisters. No, I have like 30 cousins. Yeah. I have five. I have like at least 12 on one side. That's insane. You guys, do you want to know how many I have? How many? Okay, let's count. On my dad's side. One, two, three. On my mom's side, I have one, two... Three, four. I've got seven. What? Yeah, that seems a lot more. But I'm my family's my family converted, so. Mm. Mm -hmm. They have all the baby making programming. I mean, my mom had seven kids, but that's because she was adopted and wanted a big family. So, Mm -hmm. and that was before she converted. She had seven kids, but. So. Yeah, no, it's like. Heard of. <laughs> yeah, you you really do like. Uh, how do I put this? You look innocent, but you don't look innocent. Does that make sense? <laughs> you you in Utah, you see all these girls. You know, they're the blonde. I'm just I'm gonna sit here and describe myself. They're the <laughs> blondes, fake eyelashes, fake boobs. Um, they just look so innocent and mind controlled. Just kidding. Um, but you, you're just this tall redhead. You look like a temptress. Fully dressed. Yeah. You, you <laughs> yes. And I can cut this if it's if it offends you. But you know this is. But you fantastic. just you Tell have this day. way of <laughs> pulling people into the palm of your hands, in this like seductive way and just putting them in your hand and just you don't have the fuck me eyes because that's you know you're not like that but you have this like we have to get into a bedroom you have right (laughs) that's where the consent comes in but you have this way of like pulling people in and when we were at the burlesque show yesterday like i had already seen that in you Mm -hmm. but when we were at the burlesque show even just watching you come out the door to just walk around and stand at the bar like well before your dance came up you had this boa wrapped around you this big coat just covering a dress and oh, the you glamour. looked like i mean you had your hair pinned i have a picture i'm going to post it on on the wet spot podcast page it so makes you, you look see. so tall <laughs> i'm just short i'm but, so tall no you are tall though <laughs> but you just look so sophisticated and sexy and when you step out of that door do you just see the eyes pour over you um of like yes i mean think about the eyes <laughs> well, that, i'm not gonna like be dumb and say i don't notice them, right but i'm not like look at me you know i'm like is, Okay, I'm just gonna walk past and talk to someone at the bar because I needed well, to get my song people ready. People in Utah, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have the repeat customers that come back and mm-hmm. then they become the favorites and and stuff. But 
for us coming into it, this was new. So to see you and the other performers come out, like it's like we've stepped into Alice in Wonderland and we're like, whoa. <laughs> so do you get that a lot where people come into this and they don't know what to expect and then they see performers mm-hmm. like you come out and it's just... Well, what's cool is you, the the patrons of Prohibition, if they've been here before and they know about the bar, they'll come in full 1920s garb. Like, they'll have the gloves too, they'll bring like the sparkly dresses, the whole nine yards, and then you'll get people that just come in, you know, regular jeans and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that look out of place. Which is Is it because they just don't favorite. know? Yeah, they don't know. They don't know what they're expecting. And then you're like, oh, shit, this is like a really fancy place. Can I swear? Um, mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you could. It's like, am I going to cut that out? No, we good. Okay. No, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. Like, I told myself when I started working here, because I loved the atmosphere that Prohibition brought in, that even as a performer, I would never show up in like normal human clothes. When did you start working there? I started working there May of last year. Okay, so May of 2021. 2021. Right? 2020, time is so fucked up in my brain right now. So was it May of 2020 during the- May of 2020 is when I auditioned, but we didn't have, but because of the pandemic, we didn't actually have like live performances again until like September of that year. And you only usually get about one performance in a month. Um, except if you mean, apparently they like me and now I get to perform more. Which is cool. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't really perform a whole ton. So I feel like I've been there about like a year. Okay. Like mentally in my mind, I'm like, about a year. But then two years, time is weird. Yeah. Time is really weird right now. <laughs> Um, so you kind of said it, so the Prohibition, it's like this 1920s speakeasy, mm-hmm. everyone's themed. Yeah. Um, and you said people come in not knowing what to expect, so they wear the jeans and stuff. Yeah. What is the most common misconception you have noticed that people have coming into it? Okay, I've seen slightly, like, the extremes on both ends. Do people think it's a strip club? I've, yeah. Okay. Some people come in thinking, <laughs> oh, burlesque, we're gonna see Teddy's. The little tassels. Yeah. And it's like, that's not allowed in Utah. Um, so <laughs> we, can't, we can't do that. And so obviously there's, you know, the drunks that you're like, okay, you need to get the fuck out right now and go home. Like, this is not a strip club. You can't touch us. Even if it was a strip club do in they Utah, do you that? still can't oh touch people in strip clubs in Utah. Do they get drunk and want to touch you? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, we've got yes. a couple nice really nice bouncers there um and camille who's daddy and has frequently like kicked people out I'm like that's amazing and then there's the opposite of people that are like why are you taking your clothes off i'm just trying to eat my dinner but like, they're there yeah but they're there because like um it's it's advertised as a restaurant so because so it's a restaurant and you know it's got a full stock bar and because of the pandemic they actually switched to a full menu mm-hmm. so they were registered as a bar no they're still registered as a bar but they have a full menu i think that's what happened are they going to change that or um, just going to keep it going no i think they're going to keep it as a bar because you get a couple well more, no like, the full menu of food they're going to keep the food. Oh, they're going to okay. expand on it and go better their food is so good um <laughs> i didn't get to try it i had in and out when uh, i was full <laughs> i love their food it's so 
like fancy. It's like regular food, but then it just like is elevated and fancy. So people bit. show up thinking mm-hmm. we're gonna get a meal, yeah. And then so, you come out and start. Everyone mm-hmm. just starts. What's their funny show. is it's like the different show times kind of prepare you for that. So if it was like a typical night, you'd have the seven thirty show. That's the dinner crowd, and so we always pick a number that's you know slightly more glamorous not quite as much twerking and you know like it's a little bit more sophisticated because like they're here for dinner and you do get those people that are sometimes like what's going on i just thought i came here for drinks and like they're Got a negligent your yeah. mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> um and then the nine thirty show kind of like wraps up a little bit more so a little bit more fun you got a little bit more creativity, but we're still trying to keep it super sophisticated. You're and telling classy me it got more elegant. risque at the eleven fifteen? Oh yeah, all the twerks come out at eleven fifteen. We should have stayed. Like the, so, you know my outfit that I wore in the desert with the cowgirl hat and yes. the assless chaps. That's the outfit I wear on the eleven fifteen show. I did no. post a. a I posted a real video in it. So it gets a little bit more ratchet at the end of the night because we know that whoever's there is here specifically for the show because I know it happens at eleven fifteen or their leftovers from the nine thirty show and they're like we just enjoyed that so much we want to see more. So eleven fifteen show. Gets you can like just keep drinking nuts and just hanging out, right? Exactly. So it's all about yeah. timing. So right. so mm-hmm. if we got a reservation at nine fifteen, nine fifteen, ten fifteen, would we get the eleven fifteen show? Typically, yes, because other people um, make reservations though at the tables, right? If they make reservations, you can sometimes ask them to like extend the reservation, or when you like first get there and be uh-huh. like, hey, I got this reservation. Do you need the table afterwards? Okay. Because cool. occasionally we do have a sold out 1115 show. Right. I've had that a couple times. Where people have to leave or just right. stand mm-hmm. and watch. But, um. Do you have to be at a table to watch the show? Because of COVID, yes. Okay. We did used to have standing room. Okay. Um, but that had to go away because of COVID restrictions and stuff. So we are trying to like bring that back slowly. Mm-hmm. But because it is like the full menu, the full sit down, the number of tables is how many people the cooks can account for. Uh-huh. So if there's other people trying to also order food, also <clears throat> order drinks, then it's like the kitchen can't handle that. Right. If that makes sense. So as much as like we want people to come in and come see the shows, we have to like. I don't know. Yeah, you got to encourage people to stay seated. and mm-hmm. uh, Every time I say stay seated, I get flashbacks to my flight attendant days. And the <laughs> evacs training, if the plane's like crashed or we've done a crash landing and everyone's still alive, um, you're supposed to go, remain seated, remain seated, remain seated. And you're supposed to run around the plane, check the doors or open the emergency doors, remain seated. So in my head, like flashbacks. Um but that could be a fun burlesque routine. You should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Run around. Oh, I could do something with that. I got the uniform. I got the uniform. With the uniform, and then I'll just bedazzle it. So there you like, go. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess you, you were saying, so like, in terms of, like, misconceptions. Because let me tell mm-hmm. you what I thought when you told me that, right? Ooh, okay. This is so you're sitting here telling me, we're chatting, and, you know, we just recently met each other. And you're like, I'm a burlesque dancer in Utah. And I'm like, what? What? They have this? Like, I think of burlesque. I think of the big stage. The girls go up there. They toss their clothes. Do the tassels on the nipples, dance, flirt with, like, you know, the men, and mm-hmm. just be, like, sexy, cute. 
Um, that was what I was expecting. And then you were like, oh, yeah, and you can bring ones, you know, to tips. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely it right there. And what I saw going into it was completely the opposite. I mean, they did set mm-hmm. up a stripper pole, but it wasn't for a woman. Mm-mm. It was for <laughs> the first performer, which was a man. And mm-hmm. he just was amazing. Oh, my God. Gosh, I am husky in my voice today because of screaming so much for him. I thought and everyone else. I thought my voice is head, like on the pipes, the exposed pipes. Mm -hmm. He was so good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a video with all the performers, like oh all the God. performers. Yeah, Mazer is his name. Mazer's amazing. He didn't. I wanna. It's like I don't wanna say he stole the show. But that was impressive. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Him, we all like agree. The, <laughs> and the MC, the one at the end, or mm-hmm. what's up? Horror, horror, horror of ninety four. Okay. I don't know what pronouns they go by. She well, I was she mm-hmm. she she? Okay. she was amazing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it was so entertaining and just I mean you come out and you are the classic nineteen twenties <laughs> girl. So when you start stripping down, she's like Miss Betty Boop, like the facial expressions, the drama, the, why are you looking? But then shoving it down even more (laughs) and just, I mean, the tease and just zooming around, carrying this heavy ass boa. Oh, so heavy. (laughs) They did say, uh, can you guess how heavy it is? But they never answered it. Do you know how heavy it is? Pounds? Um, I know. So we were talking about it backstage and I know how many yards of tool it is. Uh Uh-huh. It's, is it your personal item or no? Yes, I made that with my bare hands and some videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> it looks so vintage. Thank you. So I got um, spools, like one foot tall spools of 100 yards of tulle in that cute champagne color. And I got 15 of those. So That's an expensive fi- boa. Teen times hundred yards is fifteen hundred yards of tool. It's kind of a lot. I want to. I want to <laughs> hold it next time. It, um. So like you wrap it around. Like I have like a notebook or something. So it's in like a big, like, fat oval shape, and then you get a little tiny piece and you tie it in the middle and cut the ends off so that it like expands yeah so it flays out that's exactly it and then you do that a million times and you end up with a big floofy boa well do you use it in every performance um not everyone but i do have quite a few outfits that it like matches with so i frequently use it um well i could ask this at the end but it's now sparking my mind i'm like okay well i want to see this do you announce your shows on your instagram when you're going to perform when I have more than uh, four hours notice, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Yesterday was a bit of a, a surprise. Because I would love to see. Mm-hmm. I actually want to hold it next time, so. I was like, ooh, yeah, she, ooh she gonna throw that at someone? And now I know. I'm like, no, that would probably kill somebody. Yeah, probably knock them out. So. <laughs> so it's like a thing where you like wrap it around them and you do like the little. Right? Like, They'd be like, with <laughs> like, like, like a cobra. <laughs> Do uh, can can the performers touch the patrons? No. Okay. No, so you couldn't can't. even do that with the boa. So with a prop, technically yeah. we kind of can. Like I've had people have, who was it? 
somebody did like a French maid and they had like one of those little ticklers Ooh. and they like went on someone's back and it was like, oh, hello, thank you for touching my back with the little feathers on them. I guess the duster, not a tickler. That's a, a tickler. something different. Um, it's a little different. We'll call it the <laughs> um, so we've done that before, or we'll like play with the seats around them, mm-hmm. but we can't take money from people. They have, to throw um, it, right? they have to throw it or put it in the jar. And there's a Venmo. There is a Venmo. I was so happy about that. We're in 2020 and not 1920. Um, and. Yeah, it's really hard. So you can't put them on the person. Like you can't like put it in a G string. Have well, they tried? Allowed. Yes. We every have had some people every try. night. Well, somebody and what we're supposed to do as like performers is just like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. Like try and tease it up, and then if they try again, be like, no, literally, it's against the law. Okay, bye. <laughs> you literally can't touch me, or we'll go home in handcuffs and not the fun fuzzy kind. So, yeah, it's. It's cool. But then, like, you'll get people that want to tip you, like, personally. Mm-hmm. And so they'll, like, come up to me afterwards and be like, oh, my gosh, you were so good. You were my favorite or something. Here's a $20 bill. So you're Can I, like, get it to you? And I'm like, you could drop it on the ground and I could pick it up. Um, so you <laughs> so can't take can a personal that. tip, like, mm-mm. So everything is like a community pot mm-hmm. for the performers, which I honestly kind of like because sometimes... I do too. You know, because I have been to a strip club and you do kind of give your ones away like pretty quick and then a really amazing person comes out and you're like, oh man. I only have three left. I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, that's that's super fair. That's and it's like... Thing. It, it kind of depends too. Like on the first show specifically, Mazer got so much money because it's like it's a poll. Everyone knows. You just... Yeah, that guy. Zags on zags on zags. You just throw it at the pole. And then I was after Mazer in that show, and I was like, they don't have any money left for me. Fuck. <laughs> no, they totally did. It was crazy. I then. Um, <laughs> but it was so great. What's, like, considered a good tip? Um. So what's funny, so actually a 20s-themed um, tradition that we give out. So if you were to ask your server for um, tip money, uh-huh. they give it to you in twos. Two dollar bills. Really? It's an old like speakeasy twenties thing. Um, fuck me, I can't remember why. Um, <laughs> but it's back from the twenty from the nineteen twenties. Um, you would give two dollar bills to like strippers. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you give. Well, flappers, I guess we can call them back then. Mm-hmm. And so it's an old tradition, and we sort of like brought it back, and we'll go like. Or um, the owner of Prohibition will go specifically to the bank and be like, hey, I need this $200 in twos. And so we use those all the time. Because what's funny is you're more likely to tip someone $2 than to $1. Because you're like, oh, that's a a better tip. So people will tip more in twos than they will in ones. Do you guys all have a bank that you're told to go to to keep the twos in rotation? That's funny. No, I end up just using it when I go to the club just to see it. Okay. Or I'll give it to my server at the mm-hmm. end of the night. I'm like, just keep using the twos. Just keep using them. Yeah. Because um, it's I don't fun. Know. Everybody loves it. Do they take it. twos anywhere else? I thought yeah. They were like, yeah, they, they take twos. I know, I thought they I did too, no but sure we have them all at Prohibition, so yeah. <laughs> they're still out there. I don't there. know, they're like, go to Wells Fargo and make sure you're depositing money. Um, 
Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm super happy they had the Venmo because I was like, I don't have any cash. I just have cards. <laughs> and I don't remember my PIN. I am dumb. <laughs> well, you know what? When you get a debit card and then they mail you the debit card and then they mail you a PIN separately. Mm-hmm. I hate when they do that. Yeah. I, I just pick my own PIN because otherwise. Yeah, I probably could just change it if I called them. I'm just <laughs> lazy. Um, so... Um, I mean, we're speaking to a bunch of people who recently maybe have left the church, have mm-hmm. never heard, even if they're they're they've been out for a long time, they don't know anything about this burlesque place in Utah. So, Ooh, what okay. would you give as a piece of advice on like what should they expect going into this? Okay, so or any tips? We have a lot of Mormon patrons, active that come. members. Yeah, I believe active it. members that come, active members go um, to lifestyle clubs because we do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we do, um, abide by the blue laws, um, and the blue laws are unknown to anybody except the ones that have to, like, strictly follow them. So the blue laws are basically rules that have to do with stripping, um, and it's not just Utah that has them, there's, like, a couple other towns, but it's, I guess, I don't know if Utah's the only full state that has to have them, but I know there are some towns in the rest of the country that also have to follow blue laws. And ours specifically say, and as a performer, you're supposed to know them by heart, so your panties cannot be smaller than three inches in its smallest place. So you can't have thongs, can't have G-strings. Um, I know, and it makes trying to find them like so difficult. Anytime one person gets like some good panties on Amazon, we're like, send the link to everyone <laughs> so we can find panties that work. Otherwise, you're, like, in granny panties. Well, I got a question. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, and I don't want to steer too much off of this topic, because I did ask you what people expect, but, um, I mean, I am not one to be shy in my Mormon garments. Have you ever had anyone strip down into their Mormon, into their Mormon garments, and can they do that? Um, yes, and that person no longer works at Prohibition. <gasps> well, because they did that? Well, they did it in a not very... Uh, polite way like it was a full-on fuck you to the church oh shoot i do that crap all and the it's time. like <laughs> but like people like walked out and were completely offended and it was yeah i can rude. see that like it was specifically rude it wasn't like haha you know it's not like on tiktok this. where you can see it and scroll past right. it it's like right it is it's different. in your face like, like yeah we had people burning their things and a bit much um so we don't do that anymore (laughs) um and it's not because it's not something we agree with like if you want to burn your clothes of any kind like fucking do it just maybe don't do it at this establishment yeah you know that has to appeal to everyone right like we have Mormon patrons we have um cop patrons so you can't like we had someone that ran around saying a cab and it's like what does that mean uh, all cops are bad okay we had a cop with us last night yeah and i'm like she's amazing can't say that yeah yeah and it's like and we're all coming together i know for one purpose and i feel so like weird and touchy about it because at the same time i'm like you are so incredibly entitled to have your own opinions to believe all of your beliefs on either side 
But at the same time, like, we have to do something that's okay for everyone. That's when you take it to TikTok, guys. Yes. If you want to do that, take it to TikTok. (laughs) Um, So what -hmm. what should people expect? Like, if you could give just a summary of, like, okay, you're going to go to the Prohibition for a show. This is what you need Mm -hmm. to know. Okay, so at Prohibition, you're going to see a mixture of classic and Mm neo-burlesque. Neo-burlesque is new burlesque. I guess that's like the best way to explain it. It's um, like it incorporates like nerdlesque. So like there's some like Star Wars strip teases, you know, like people that incorporate like cosplays into strip teasing, which is really fun. Um, and it's like you can do it to like rock songs. And then there's the classic burlesque that's like what I do. Like do do yes. do. Oh. My bra fell off. Oh, dear. You know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then um, there's obviously drag queens. There's dancing. We get dancers from the community that just come and rock the floor. Um, There's uh, singers that come as well. And they'll actually sing while they perform? Mm -hmm. There's actually some singers that will also strip while they perform. Amazing. I need more of that in my life. Um, <laughs> and then there's pole dancers. There's circus performers. So we've got, like, the you know, the Lyra, the, like, aerial hoop. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, aerial silks. We've got people that do that, too. Oh, my gosh. And there's someone that even does chains. That blew my fucking mind. Like, they dance in, like, chains. Like, some sexy BDSM shit. Oh, amazing. Yeah. They're so cool. So there's, like, circusy shit. There's burlesque shit. It's a cabaret. It's a variety show. They even do a fetish Mm -hmm. night. The fetish ball. Fetish ball. That was so much fun. Do you guys have to do classic there? Hmm? Do you guys have to do classic? Or can you guys do whatever style? You can do whatever style. They're trying to lean more into the classic. Because they're like, ooh, we want this to, like, be our vibe. Mm -hmm. Which is... Probably why they've like, you know, got I kind of picked up the shows. steampunk vibe a little. Uh, yes, there was a little bit like havoc. Um, they have a very like steampunk neo vibe. I would say that's a very neo burlesque vibe. Yeah, she was um, like, right? Mm-hmm. She they, was a little. They 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 were like yes um, yes yeah, yeah very new. They yes. had the the different um, like songs like punk kind of more songs, um, and then like Birdie like. Birdie had the panel skirts mm-hmm. and the corset, and I forgot my corset that night, so I didn't have one. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. Birdie's like a mixture of both. She's a little bit classic, a little bit neo. I loved her song. Mm-hmm. She had the classic. I'm all about that bass. About oh that yeah, that was no good. So that would be a very neo song mm-hmm. with classic burlesque costume and like yeah. act and mannerisms and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. So just expect anything and yeah. everything. It's a cabaret show. So it's what's the best shows in my opinion there are the ones that are super different. Every act is kind of different. Um, you get to see all sorts of different things. Um, and I love that specifically. So it's not an all drag show. It's mm-hmm. not an all burlesque show or an all circus show. It's a cabaret. It's a mixture of all of it. Do you have, um, I don't know if you want to plug any of the performers, but are any of them ex-Mormon that you know of? Ooh, yeah. Quite a few. Probably I'd imagine it's pretty empowering to go up there and dance and (gasps) strip down. Yeah. I mean, you did say people were burning their garments, so that question was answered. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Um, Like, I'm pretty sure Gertie? No. 
yeah, Gertie Garnet. Gertie um, performed with me last month. I think she's ex-Mormon. I'm assuming there are. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Yeah. A few from here. But she teaches some of the most amazing classes in classical burlesque. Oh, there's I'm classes? Actually, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, How absolutely you should that? go. Okay, Millennium has classes in heels, which is like, you know, more um, industry, like dancing and burlesque on Friday nights, eight o'clock, I'm pretty sure. Let's go because I need to practice my millennium? dancing a little bit more. Yeah, Millennium not, Dance. Not the There's also, no, <laughs> not the Falcon, the dance studio. <laughs> um, and they're in Salt Lake um, in I Trolley Square. Okay. They have fantastic classes. Heel in a Heel is all about body confidence, self love, sexy movement. Oh my god, they're amazing. This. Follow them on Instagram, actually. Sounds heel in a Heel. We need this. Heel as in like, Healing thing in H E A L in a H E E L. Healing right? and heal. Healing and heal. <laughs> um, they're super fun. Definitely take some of their classes. Um, yeah, Gertie teaches. She's got great classes. Gertie Garnet. Um, I know Velveteen Serpent Queen has amazing classes as well that are like sexy, like workouts. Like sexy workouts. Like you I, go in there with I like your that. little short shorts and you're like, oh, I'm so sweaty but and there's sexy, rules. but also my ass is on right. fire. People like, are very respectful, yeah. I assume. Very oh, respectful. Yes. Very See, respectful. I think people it's get nervous because so... they're like, oh, I don't know. But it's like even in the lifestyle, you go in and people are very respectful. Right? They, because that's How that's really be? what it's about, you know? Yeah. And if anyone's you no idea. Un- you're always respe- told to. If anyone's unrespectful, they're the minority and it's like, you're no, always told to avoid like those situations mm-hmm. because, oh, you're putting yeah, yourself in a bad, bad position because something bad's going to happen. But you realize real quick, like even I don't think anyone in here is in the lifestyle. You're kind of in the kink community, though, Cherry, mm-hmm. which I want to be in. I'm getting <laughs> I'm exploring her community very soon. Um, but you you go into those lifestyle stuff and I've you know brought friends who've never they're not in the lifestyle at all. And they're always really nervous. They're like, oh, well, we're not into that. And I'm like you're fine. You just go like you go there and you think you're going to go in and people are just going to be like having sex, fucking, and they do have sex and fuck. I'm not going to say that doesn't happen, but they're not coming up to you and just being like, Ugh. like in a vanilla club, which is just a regular nightclub. It's worse. I feel say, like I feel like you I, still get people I feel in more vanilla on, nightclubs well, and it's not the fucking's not the problem <clears throat> it's the pushiness of yeah. the men and just mm-hmm. in the lifestyle the women are in control and mm-hmm. we talk and fill things out so you can be a, a vanilla couple who that just wants to be in a sexy environment you go there hang out have some drinks talk to fun people and then go home Mm-hmm. Nobody bothers you, but I assume that that's how it is going to these dance studios and oh the my sexy gosh, dance classes. It's amazing. And- yeah, there's um, there's definitely some people that I need to um, plug for you. There's a burlesque yoga class that's just all about like flexibility, sensuality. Will like- they help me be more flexible? Because um, oh, I can't go into a flexibility class and. You go in there and they're doing the splits, and I'm like, wait, I th- where's the beginner class to this? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they, yeah, uh, 
so many amazing the classes. burlesque community yeah. seems to be pretty big the burlesque community is amazing how, i love them so how much. big would you say the burlesque community is um in utah it's growing which is so good to say it's not very big yet like the fact that prohibition is our like one I want to say like mainstream avenue like there's other burlesque there are? into utah but it's more of like an underground thing. okay how do we get to which those? is no, fucking amazing know. um havoc has their own show that they do um there's a couple other yeah um so havoc does beyond the zion curtain that one's fun. Beyond that's where Zion? you'll get, yeah, that's where you'll get your, like, vagina axe, and you might get some so burning of the bras. Question and, with that, and, you know, if I, fun. if we have to clip this, but is, is she mm-hmm. allowed to do, or they, are they allowed to do that in Utah? Um, in Utah, yes. So, like I was kind of getting into with the blue laws, um, so there's something about the contract for, like, getting your own event Uh so i went to a competition actually it was called um the golden legends championship challenge i just slow down when i say that glcc (laughs) because it's a lot um but it was a private event you had to buy tickets for it It was held in a theater it was actually held in um piri's egyptian theater in Mm -hmm. ogden and we were allowed to go down to thongs and pasties in that show because they got a special license for it. It was a private event that you have to buy tickets for. Mm. So you can't do something like that in a bar because, like I said, you still got the people that are like, what the fuck, I just came here to like eat place. some food. Yeah. Why are you taking your clothes off? Um, so those events are really fun. They're rare, more rare, that's more rare um, in Utah because it takes a lot more to get them like we also did there was a, a burlesque show at club 90 but we had to have a curtain in the middle of the bar that was like okay everyone on this side of the curtain is coming to the burlesque show everyone on this mm-hmm. side is just a regular bar patron so that when we went down to our pasties we didn't get arrested which is Kind of unnecessary, but like. So scary that that could just happen that you could literally just get arrested for dancing. Like, Mm -hmm. are there any other states Mm -hmm. that do that besides Utah, or is it? Yes. So I know there's. I listened to um, Talking Tassels, which is a really other fun burlesque podcast, and I know there's certain cities. Like, I don't know, I want to say, like, Jackson is coming to mind, but I'm not from Florida, so I don't 100% know. And they have to have blue lots. They have blue lots as well. So you have to have, like, costumes that, like, you can't go down to your paces. You have to keep the bra on for that specific town or location or bar. Um, And that's why probably a lot of, not a lot of burlesque comes to Utah. Because it's like, it's like our stupid 5% or 4% beer. Mm-hmm. You know, like we only had the people that specifically made it specifically for us to sell in the grocery stores. And it was hard. Like not everyone can make a specific 4% beer. Not everyone has a costume that fits those parameters because you've already spent huh, so much money on costumes. And if it shows a little under boob, if it shows a little bit too much ass, like you can't wear it or you'd have to wear like some ugly underwear underneath it's like yep this is a completely you know nude colored (laughs) thong or um 
respectful underwear that fits the laws and wear it like underneath that stuff. Do you participate? So I actually just pulled up Havoc's um, page, which if anyone wants to check this out, I think it looks super cool. Um, and Havoc is spelled H-A-V-O-Q. Q. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's okay with it, you can ask, but I can drop her link into the description. Yes, drop their link everywhere. They also sell um, biodegradable glitter, which Ooh. I need to get me some. Okay. Um, because <laughs> glitter at all, all the time, anytime I can, just put the glitter fucking everywhere. That's I awesome. I love it. Um, and I'm like running low on my glitter, so I need more. It like, does show that she does the, or they, sorry, I'm just going to totally apologize. Good. So I'm not used to the, the they, thems, and I'm still that's getting the used one to thing, especially mm-hmm. with coming out. And I, you were making a joke lady Lana the other night. She's like, I'm just going to blame everything on being in a cult. And I'm like, me too. This is my card right now. <laughs> <laughs> just going to slip that in. We were taught uh-huh. that we shouldn't even entertain that idea. Of, the, of so. the they, thems. So um, they have behind the Zion curtain in Salt Lake City's mm-hmm. underground cabaret. Mm-hmm. At the Beehive Punk venue, tucked in the back of the Mark of the Bistro plant-based comfort food restaurant on 666 State Street, South State Street. Um, and that is the underground show. That's where you'll get, like... Yeah, it says that... Uh, really? Yeah, that's where you get, like, the meaty they stuff. They strive for inclusion, yeah. inclusion and zero censorship as far as they can safely... Oh. As far as it can happen safely. I'm assuming they do have people there to kick out the... The bad eggs. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. 100%. No bad eggs. Yeah. No. Every that one is Wednesday. a little bit more of like, like I said, it's the underground burlesque. Whereas this is um, like prohibition is more of like, I want to say like the mainstream. Like we're trying to appeal to more, more audience, more audience, which there's good and bad, right? Because you do have the censorship. Like you can't do something so. Um, controversial there because taking someone taking your clothes off is already like the limit of a lot of people's comfort zones. Com- comfort zones so doing that in itself already is at the max limit of what people can take so whereas I love that because you have to push the boundaries in different areas you have to push the mainstream boundary and you have to push the um, outside, the underground boundaries so that the mainstream one can get a little bit bigger, right? So there's benefits in both. You know, I also love the underground burlesque shit. Like, there's some crazy Would fucking shit you, that they do. Would you participate in it? I 100% would. Havoc, if you want to have me on your show, I would love to be on it. We'd love to see her. Um, because I, I have it. these cute pasties that I want to use. Yeah. I love pasties. Um, <laughs> but I get that like you can't have them in shows because, you know, everyone's had to... If you've used pasties before, you've had a pasty pop off. That's the term I'm, for it. Is it weird to say I'm I'm actually insecure <laughs> to, wear, to wear pasties? Really? I'll show I'll show my tits bare, but throw a pasty on there. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I feel the same way. I feel like they're awkward. Like, oh, does it I highlight the nipple, like being in a weird spot, or I, I need to just. Do I love pasties. I'll show you some of mine, and maybe you can wear them. Maybe we'll change your mind. Um, <laughs> um, I do want to ask you some rapid fire questions and everything because we're gonna be wrapping up. But I have one question that I really wanted to get to. Um. Oh, I guess there was a couple. Okay, one, do you have any bizarre or entertaining stories of something that had happened at the Prohibition? 
Mm. Or maybe somebody, mm-hmm. like anything romantic, something scary. Is it haunted? I oh, mean, I wish it was haunted. That'd be so cool. It might be. You'd have to You'd have to talk to um, Camille. Honestly, if you want to talk all about pro- Prohibition, I would talk to her. I'd love to. Because I only know what they've, like, told me and yeah. I've remembered you and let, digested. You <laughs> like, let I don't know everything about Prohibition. You let Camille know <laughs> that I would love to have her on a podcast episode to talk about the Prohibition. But mm. any interesting yes. stories that you have to share? Um, jeez. Am I an interesting person? Do well, I no, not not You're even making just me question you. my. Not even just you, but just something that has happened. Um, um, well, I'm still waiting for the day that I find my sugar daddy or sugar mama. At really? Prohibition. Um, I'm waiting. Sh- Please come pick me up not, and buy me things. She's not kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm actually not. Um, uh, still kind of working on that, actually. So when you're locking <clears throat> eyes and doing your little... I am. I'm like... You're like, hey, yeah. check it out. No shame in that game. I understand it. Send me it. a $100 bill and I I'll understand. understand. <laughs> I'll come meet with you afterwards. Let's uh, talk. <laughs> uh, side note, I am <clears throat> currently talking to somebody whom I'm hoping to interview on the podcast <gasps> who knows all about the sugaring life. Yes. So I will be having an episode on I the sugar baby, meet, sugar daddy. I want to meet them. I want to be best friends. Okay. So um, we'll go ahead and just... That is actually really interesting, what you just said. <laughs> so, if you see a dancer who's a redhead tall, her name's Cherry, just know if she's looking at you, she's looking at you. I'm really looking um, at you. What initially um, sparked you into dancing? <gasps> I have danced my whole life, and I never quite like felt like I fit in with the dance community. One, because of, I was a foot taller than everybody else, and I was the like quintessential okay center back person in every formation they're like because you're so tall um but I love dancing absolutely loved it and I loved sexy dancing like before I felt okay to be a sexy dancer Mm -hmm. like I have now like you know processed it and when I turned 25 not only did I have you know the existential crisis of like I'm a quarter century old what the fuck is happening I'm not you know with it in my life but I was also like oh I'm 25 now I can I can be sexy now it's like it's culturally acceptable I am finally able to like explore that and I was like fuck why didn't I do this earlier I wish I had that at 25 uh, would have been so good like you're allowed to be sexy you're allowed to you know be a little slut and enjoy it and I love it. I'm 31 and, and I'm, I'm doing finally that now. yeah. <laughs> it's the best feeling. Um and I even wish that I'd done it sooner. Um but that was really nice cuz I think you said sexy dancing has always been in me yeah. and like a part of me but I'd never felt okay yeah. to do it. So finally getting to burlesque it was like click. That's it. That's what I wanted. That's what I needed. So I literally jumped into burlesque so hard. Like I saw a burlesque show was like, it's like this diving is into so water, me, but so clean. Holy just... fuck, this is perfect. And then I talked to them after the show. I was like, oh my god, how do I do this? Can I be like one of you? Like I want to know every single one of your names. That's I how I felt yesterday fans. watching the show. Um, and they're like, yeah, you could come kitty our next show, which is why kittying is so fucking cool. Um, so kittying is basically like a burlesque stagehand. So they're the ones that are backstage that are helping with the costumes, putting on all the little like um, class B's and picking up out or 
clothing pieces when they fly everywhere. Because they leave the clothes on the floor. Yes, clothes go everywhere. It's the kitty's job to be like, okay, glove, back left corner under that table. Okay, bra is over there and dress is flung on this chair, like trying to remember where all the clothes have been put because it's different every time. Um, And kitty gets you like into this space. Into the space, you realize the dan- um, who the dancers are, you find out who the producers are, you like see shows, because what's awesome is you get to see the full show as a kitty. Like, I'm usually right there watching every single thing that they do. Um, and whether you get paid or not is like based on, you know, the, the venue, the performance, the producer, like if they're able to or whatnot. Um, but seeing all of these shows and realizing, ooh, that's what, you know, a corset removal looks like. Or that's what, you know, it looks like when you dance. Like, this is a cool move. This makes your hips look good. Mm-hmm. This, you know, does this. So you get that experience as well as um, just being in it. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, I just want to be surrounded by beautiful, sexy, sparkly people all of the time. And take their clothes off and I'll grab them and I just you're just a sparkly glamorous person yourself Mm. it just makes so much sense Mm. honestly it fit me like mm, I found my you did say something to me actually last week or maybe it was this week I'm confused with the days um (laughs) you had said because I was like oh so you weren't raised Mormon in Utah like like, did it mess you up? No, I don't even know if it was that. We were talking about modesty culture, mm. and you had said, oh, modesty fucked me up. Modesty definitely fucked me up. And you weren't I even a member. Was, I wasn't a member, but I went to school here, mm-hmm. and I was at that goddamn principal's office every single day, because I was like, oh, yeah, the tall girl's wearing a dress again. The so same dress other girls were wearing. The same fucking mm. dress. Literally. The same, like the tags, the brand. Oh. But that messed taller. me up. But because I was taller, it was shorter on me. And I was like, do you know how hard it is to find cute dresses? Because of course, like it was the midi dresses were not cute when I was in um, high school. You can do them in super cute ways now. Later, don't sacrifice fashion for anything. But I was like, no, like I can't wear like any of the things that are cute right now because, <sighs> yeah. I was so always in the You were office. exposed to the I would literally culture. pack, like, basketball shorts in my bag, and I'd be like, ooh, let's see if we can get to third period today without being, like, that was the goal. I'm going to get to third period. <sighs> yeah. It was rough. I'm sorry. So going into the burlesque world, you did feel mm. empowered. Amazing. In a similar yeah. way that I feel like a lot of us yeah. do. Because, like, oh, oh, man. I did... Um, have you ever seen the vagina monologues? No. <gasps> you would love it. Every single year, uh, Westminster puts on a vagina monologue show. And I was in it all four years that I went to Westminster. Um, and there's one specific monologue called My Short Skirt. Mm-hmm. And it resonated so hard with me because it's like, no, this short skirt is not an invitation. It doesn't mean that I do anything. It's just me wearing a goddamn short skirt because I like it. Like, that was, oh, the whole thing. Because that was me all through middle school, high school. was like, why do I have to cover my shoulders? I love my shoulders. I love my shoulders. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd like make jokes about, <gasps> I'm seducing you right now. I mean, you, Look at that shoulder. It's not it's a joke. Freckles on She's it. She's really seducing oh, us right now. Us. We're Last all, night, we were all captivated. Honest to God. I'm telling you guys, for real, she's got this look. It's not innocent. She looks like trouble. I mean, if I wasn't passing out from the alcohol already, huh? Woo! How did how did you feel, Tim, being in this situation last yeah. night as a man going into this, not knowing I what to expect? I just thought it was fun. I thought it was a great time. Like I, I've just I've never been to a show really like it before, and so it was just fun, new experience. I I don't know. I'm, I'm very open to a lot of new experiences, so like that was just it was fun. It was a great time, honestly. I. I just, I love every part of it. Like, the decorations, the way you guys dance, the whole 1920s theme and everything. Like, just, it was so much fun. Like, it was just a new vibe that I, I haven't hit yet, so. And I just want to give that vibe to everyone. Like, do you want this vibe? Here, glitter, burlesque, sexiness. Do you want it? I love it. Go, go, go. I want it everywhere. Um, okay, let's go ahead and just jump into some rapid-fire questions because we are going to wrap this up, and then I want you to kind of plug a couple things if you want to. Um, a quick question here. So you're not a Mormon. You moved here when you were eight. You're not married. Mm -mm. You do want a sugar daddy at some point. I do. Want um, <laughs> mama, sugar mama. And you're a dancer. <laughs> would you ever move out of Utah? And why oh, the fuck are you still here? I ask myself that question all the time. Mm. Why the fuck am I still here? Utah. I don't know. But I'll definitely move out of here sometime. It seems I'm like you're very at... limited here. Mm-hmm. You look like you belong in L.A., Las Vegas. I probably do. You look like a movie star. New York. Christ. Why are I you? I was gonna get emotional. New York. Oh mm, my gosh, you would be one you of those so rockets you with your legs. You should go to New York. Can you guys New just talk York. to me all the time? Where are your high I'm so like just she's uh, a good basking in this glow right now. Like um I just I mean why are you here? Um <laughs> the short answer is probably boys. Really? Boys? But it gets a little bit more complicated than that. I think so. I think I know. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Right. I get it. Also money. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to think about it in like an investment standpoint, though. I know. You could move somewhere else where you will make more money. That's true. Just saying. You get your. You were talking to me about how amazing it was. Mm -hmm. All the money you guys got last night. Imagine okay. going to a place like Vegas where they do the burlesque. Mm -hmm. You think that money? I actually last night. thought about going to Vegas. That's why our you could even just go down. So you could just go down there. A few days out of the week and come back up. It's <gasps> an option. Think about that. Okay. Talk to me again next year. This Maybe you and I. I'd be like, so now I'm a Vegas hey, showgirl. Hey, I want to start getting into <gasps> investment properties. Mm -hmm. We can talk. And if you need a place to stay. Babe. Yes. Um, okay. So rapid fire questions. That wasn't okay. a part of the rapid Stay. fire. I was just I know this. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is she here? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and just jump into a couple of these. Uh, da, da, da. What has been your favorite age so far? Age. Mm. Age? Mm -hmm. 27. Okay. 27. Current that's, how, that's how old I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> what is your go-to lazy dinner? Oh, I'm so lazy. If it's not pizza, mm -hmm. it's ramen with uh, soy ramen 
because I'm vegetarian, with um, a fried egg and like frozen peas and carrots. Mm. I can make it that shit in five minutes. We need to go to Tokyo. Amazing. We've talked about this. <gasps> Get real ramen. That'd be amazing. God, I love Funny, everything. last night we were on a live on TikTok. I know I'm like taking the car and driving it into the river. Um, but we were eating pizza and I was asking everybody, I'm like, and I looked at, I knew Leilani was vegetarian, but I had to double check. So I was like, is anyone vegetarian? And she's like, I'm vegetarian. So then I get this like big thing of cheese bread and we're on a live and we're all just going at it, going to town. And I see her in, I'm watching the live and I see her in the background looking at the camera and she's picking up this pepperoni pizza, just looking at the camera at the comments and she's eating it. And I'm just like, eventually she's like halfway through it. And I'm like, Leilani, I thought you were vegetarian. And she's like, oh, I am. <laughs> she's like, I haven't had meat in over a year. <laughs> and she's like, I'll just have to think positive thoughts about the pig. And I was like, I'm pretty sure pepperoni is like a mixture of beef and pork. And she's like, like I don't want to think about it. Don't worry. It was just I, kind of funny. I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or gasp. I was just like, oh my god. Like, I, was, I was so appalled. I was like, I was just like so hungry and so out of it. And I was like eating. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, it was, yeah. Like, I'm not a strict vegetarian. Like, somebody's nicknamed me, like, a flexitarian. Because yeah. I'll eat fish, but I don't eat fish that much. Mm -hmm. Like, if you take me to a sushi place, I'll fall in love with you. Oh, fucking love sushi. sushi. Oh, oh, God. And then, like, sushi. when what? my mom... I got food poisoning oh, last okay. summer. I used to love sushi, that too. I went to Sushi Monster in Farmington, mm. and I got the worst food poisoning. Oh, and ever rough. since then, I can't. That's, that's why you get vegetarian sushi because you're at risk of getting food poisoning. I think from I did. It, it was really? the spicy mayo sauce. Mm. Oh, well, that's got eggs in it because of mayo. Oh, could be, could have been. Vegan options yeah, that's mayo. true. Yeah, I love eating vegan. Um, I only cook vegan when it's accidental because um, <laughs> I put cheese in everything. Um, but like, my mom will make like a really fancy turkey or goose or something for, you know, yeah, like Christmas. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll have, you know, a little You're bit. You're going to have tofurkey? Oh, I love tofurkey, actually. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Okay, so back to these rapid one. fires. Oh my gosh. No, you're totally good. not very rapid. I'm looking at these <laughs> questions though, and I'm like, ooh, I like these. How, okay. how often do you floss? Often do I floss? <gasps> Okay, that answer would have been never ever, except I just got acrylics on, and I can't use acrylics to like get something out of my teeth. Uh huh. And so for the last like two days, I'm like, oh my god, I got something. I got something in my teeth, and I can't get it out with my nail. Uh huh. So I'm like, you know, I should probably have some floss in my bag or something. And acrylics, <laughs> in case we've got a male listener on the line, they're on your fingernails. Yeah, so they make your fingernails thicker, mm -hmm. and so I can't slip them in between my teeth and just like, what real is, quick grab that What thing. item is worth spending more money on? There's so many. Um, <laughs> what item is worth spending you more get to money pick one. on? One item that you that's worth spending more money on. Shoes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like these docks that I'm wearing right now are probably my most expensive shoe and I'll wear them until I cannot wear them anymore. I They're amazing that. and comfy and they'll last me like so long. I like that. Yeah. I like to spend more money on travel logistics 
So depending on how long the flight is, I always upgrade. Mm-hmm. It like the Vegas flight that you know we did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna upgrade. Like it's just a short flight, but I will always upgrade to at least comfort. And mm-hmm. I do like to upgrade rooms, but mm-hmm. that's just that's me. Um, is your bed made right now? <laughs> I left my bed and my partner was still sleeping in it, so probably not. And there's probably two puppies laying on it as well. <laughs> so no. <laughs> Uh, what movie do you enjoy quoting the most? And do you have a quote from that movie? I know Tim probably could answer this I'm, one. I'm right on you, man. I know. You're, Tim is a movie guy. I movie quotes. I'm too much of a movie guy. It's a problem. Ew. What's your favorite movie? Do we have the How to Marry movie? a Millionaire is a pretty good one. I've never seen it. Stop. Okay. <gasps> Goddamn, it's right. so cute. Do you like uh, The Notebook? I love that. I movie. do like The Notebook. Have you seen Blue Lagoon? I haven't. That's the sex one, right? What? No. No. I have. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's about um, these children. It. Well, they're not related, but I don't know. Anyway, they're on this uh, big ship, and the ship uh, gets into a. It crashes, and then they end up on a. Yeah, the Blue Lagoon. They end okay, up on I'm an island. Of totally and they, different. I don't know. What they I'm grow up of. together on this island. Just the two kids. And they're going through like puberty and natural things that are happening, you know, with your body as you're growing up. And then I don't want to spoil it. So that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so I'm going to watch Brooke Shields is in it. You're going to watch How to Marry a Millionaire. Okay. We're going to have a movie night. Yes, let's do that. Mm -hmm. I could take notes on that. So, um, (laughs) what is your hidden talent? Hidden. We already know you can dance. Um,. Dialects. What the fuck is that? That's why you talk in a different accent. Oh. Yeah. Okay, how many accents can you talk in? Just the one? Ooh, no, I can do British. I can do Southern. I can do Irish. I can do French. Um, and I'd have to work on some of the Slavic languages. Th- that's cool. I, um... And I'd have to work on... Um, like a Boston accent or a Midwest accent too. I'd have to work on it a little bit, but those like five I can. I can do cartoon characters, <gasps> like nice. Minnie Mouse. <gasps> oh, Mickey, you're so sweet. You're I or that one that you like popped that off in the car or while we were driving in Vegas, and I was like, Minnie Mouse. I can do. I used to be able to do Donald Duck. I can do Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mom, that's on good TV. I'll have to show you the actual clip. Yeah. But that's like mine is I can do like uh, voice impressions. Okay, we need to That's awesome. Question. I'm like blushing. We do. <laughs> it's because that's my hidden talent. That's um, how, ooh, here we go. Have you ever gone viral online? This is a funny story because. This is a funny story. We just found this out. Have you ever gone viral online? I did. And this is where we'll segue into plugging. (laughs) Tell us about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So uh, we were on your TikTok live the other day and you were what like oh what's your tiktok and i was like oh shoot what is my tiktok well handle? i said i said and to you, you remember you, it <laughs> i said if you have a thousand followers you can go live with me mm-hmm. and you were like i got like maybe 40 yeah you're like i have like 40 followers <laughs> <Four> zero <laughs> and then you go check your tiktok and then i go check my tiktok i think it's because i was trying to make sure i had the right handle to give out and then i was like 
what the fuck? She never goes on <gasps> I TikTok. I had over a thousand followers and my latest video had gone viral. I think it had like 47K. Um, and it's basically just me in a, a sexy fetish mask talking about burlesque, <laughs> which I've um, decided I'm going to do a lot more of. I've purchased some more fetish masks for that specific reason. Um, and yeah, so while we were on her live, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I went famous. What? It was pretty awesome. Um, but then I felt like an idiot because it was like two weeks ago. And I know. I was like, well, I... Fuck that up. I told her, I was like, usually when you have a video pop off, you're supposed to like reply to the questions and kind of ride the wave. And uh, nah, we totally fucking missed that. Um, Oops, my bad. Well, I guess there's so many good questions. I need to just not look at them because I think we do need to end this. But let me ask you one more question. Okay. Shoot. One more question because I just think you're so interesting. Um, ooh. Do you think you would make a good spy? A good spy? Yes. I think you would too. Actor helps. Mm -hmm. I'm doing stunt training right now. Oh. I was a kickbox instructor. Wow. You sound pretty cool. Um, and I'm all about that like sexy spy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put James me, Bond girl. Put me in hey, there's a an fucking opening. tuxedo. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh shit! Come on, Tim. I, I have it. You brag about. I have so many movies. I'm seeing Batman seen. twice in a weekend, and I'm like over here dropping only spoiler alerts. Because things. I canceled it for last night. So I know. I see your show. <laughs> Who the fuck goes to a movie two nights in a row, though? Uh, this guy. I know. It's weird. Movies. A lot of people actually do that. I don't do that. Well, that's, that's it. Um, do you want to uh, drop any plugs? For yourself, and then um, if you have any links, we can add in for other yes. people. Yes. So I am Cherry XO. Um, Cherry spelled C-H-E-R-I underscore X-O underscore official on Instagram, TikTok, Cherry X-O on Facebook, um, Ooh, Cherry Facebook. dash X-O on Venmo. Are all your links linked to your Instagram as well? Fuck, are they? Do you have a link tree? No, man. I'm not very cool on that. Okay, we'll get you. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. Um, I feel like be way cooler on. We'll go ahead and drop that. Um, if anybody wants to see a show at the Prohibition, they do them <gasps> Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Just Fridays and Saturdays. Okay. They have like a mock show on Thursdays. Okay. So if you want something a little bit, you know, less or more casual, then yeah, you can always go to that. So one. Fridays and Saturdays, 30, 9.30, 11.15. Make Correct. reservations. 7.30, you're going to get the dinner crowd. Highly recommend you take an Uber. Parking was okay, but we were drinking, so mm -hmm. do that. And then hopefully Miss Cherry here will be a little active socially. I'm performing twice again this month. Next time I'm performing, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, um, is going to be the... <laughs> 11th okay is so it'll a friday or a this, saturday it's, this one's <laughs> likely coming out the 16th mm -hmm. but the 26th the 26th okay if you're yeah. listening to this 10 days from now you can watch mrs cherry 
uh, do her little thing. I'd yeah, stay till the 11.15 show, because apparently that's when it gets a little saucier. That's when it gets more ratchet. Okay, well, fun. thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank, thank you, you Leilani, so Mrs. Me. Sinning Sloth on TikTok. And then we've got Tim, Exmo Tim. Hey. These guys crashed here last <laughs> night because we had too much fun. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wet Spot Podcast. If you've yet to do it, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. The only way we're going to be able to continue doing these episodes is by having our listeners support. And that is the best way for you to support this podcast. Thanks for tuning in.